Hey there, it's The Real Deal with Camille, true stories of life as an entrepreneur. I'm Camille Diaz, and I'm an optimization coach. I teach entrepreneurs how to achieve their goals, streamline their business, and regain their life. In this podcast, my guests and I share real stories from our real-life experiences. We use our authentic voices, which sometimes include explicit language. If that's not going to work for you, tap out now. Ryan is a client-first telecom optimization consultant with a background in mechanical engineering and the U.S. Navy. His primary goal is to serve those in need in business and in life, and does so in a quality way to encourage satisfaction of his customers as well as himself. He's an advocate personality who gets great enjoyment out of doing his best to take care of those he interacts with. He doesn't even charge his clients until after he generates savings for them, and then his fees come out of the savings he generated. In this episode, Ryan talks about his path from military to entrepreneur, and then we discuss the benefits of doing the right thing today to take care of your future self. Okay, Ryan, I am super looking forward to this discussion of getting to hear about your transition from like military life to civilian life to becoming an entrepreneur. It's a really big switch. Like that's not like a like a just walk in and you're good to go the very next day type of thing. Um, but catch us up on kind of what did you do in the military? How'd you get started over there? And then we'll talk about that transition. Yeah, for sure. First of all, thanks so much for having me, Camille. I really appreciate it. Uh, I was a nuclear operator, a nuclear mechanical operator for the U.S. Navy. So I was turning valves and working around the plant, keeping everything in check and monitoring things, uh, performing different changes for the ship. It, it definitely is a big transition. I know that it took me some time. I, I joined the Navy right out of high school. I needed something to do, and it provided structure and discipline and a lot of personal growth. And that's something that when you when it's so absolute like that, where you're, you know, following orders every day and going by processes and staying within a very structured and uh, deliberate work environment and living environment, coming back out into the civilian world where you have to have some of your own insight and develop your own procedures and goals and processes for growth. It was definitely something that required a change. And what I'll say is that the, the experience with the Navy it provided a lot of, of growth in, in that way because it gave me a foundation and an example for that type of structure. So, you know, there's a point where I think that one can be too structured and one can be too limited by that structure. And um, that awareness has grown in me a lot since I left the Navy. And, you know, it has been in some ways a development process. So it's taken time and, and constant refinement. And that is also something that the Navy instilled in me is that constant growth mindset, always looking to improve what you're doing and make it better and more efficient. Mm, yeah. I, I, I'm all, you know, I'm all about making things more efficient. So <laughs> I love that process, but I know it's not always an easy path to get there. It, it takes some work. Um, mm -hmm. I know you mentioned kind of like the discipline piece, which is great because I'm guessing that that serves you really well as an entrepreneur to be able to like set a schedule and stick to it and get stuff done. Uh, what mm -hmm. things were kind of hard for you as you left? Like, did you, did you go into corporate when you first left? 
No. Uh, so I got an honorable discharge from the Navy and I went to school. They, they offered the GI Bill. Um, and I, I went and did that in mechanical engineering. I went to Colorado State University. And ultimately, you know, it's a continuation of the structure that the Navy offered. So, you know, you, you go to college and they give you a curriculum. They give you everything you need to execute that process. And, you know, I, I did just fine in college and uh, graduated in 2019. So a couple of years ago now. And then I, I went into the corporate world uh, and I can say that the corporate world is, is structured. You know, it has a lot of, of process and systems involved. It's really um, a transition between the Navy mindset or the college mindset to what I'm doing now. And that's something that's really valuable in my mind is that, you know, working a job is not as absolute as being in the Navy, to be honest, you know, for, for other people in different roles, it might've been different, but for me, I had to execute a lot of processes and, and then college was the same. And then when you're working a job, everything starts to become more dynamic. You have clients and customers that have individual needs and you have to adjust to their dynamic situations. And now, you know, I've taken that experience where I was in corporate, I, I was a utilities designer and I, I had an internship at Otterbox on their uh their test team and mm -hmm. so i was working on testing phone cases at that time which uh which was a, a very structured uh situation especially as an intern but once you get into the utilities design situation you're looking at individual client projects and i was doing start to finish client projects so i had to interact with customers i had to meet their needs and that's something that made me passionate about serving them as much as I could, you know, and that's, it, it's really been in me from the start. I, I joined the Navy because I needed something to do, but it, I also saw it as something that was valuable, noble, would help exhibit that personal growth I was looking for mm -hmm. and was something that just is honorable in service. And I, I partially did it to serve my family. I partially did it to serve my country. And that's something that really stuck with me is just the passion for helping people and, the structures in certain situations, they, they allow you to perform a function, but they don't always allow you to be super dynamic. And mm -hmm. so I felt like moving into my entrepreneurial stage of life, I wanted to be able to be flexible, open, and focus on that advocacy for my clients first and customize my approach to what they needed individually. And, you know, so there's a combination of, of using that maybe mindset for discipline, integrity, process, those types of things with the adaptation that the real world requires, because there really is a large amount of chaos in every situation. So if you if you try to execute a process in a chaotic situation, you're probably not going to get what you plan for. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, over time and since I left the military, I've had to adjust to for sure. Yeah, that's a great point, because as an entrepreneur, hardly anything goes exactly the way you plan it or the way you think it's going to. And if you can have all the great systems and processes in place that you want, but if you didn't build in a, a safety valve or an opportunity for flexibility, it's going to be really hard. You're going to have a lot of disappointment and a lot of frustration of not being able to adapt to situations. Uh, tell a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about like what you do, and then what sort of situations do you? What What have you done to help yourself adapt to mm -hmm. various things that tend to come up for you in in your business? Hey, entrepreneur, ever feel like you worked super hard all week, but nothing really got done? 
Do you struggle to find time to take bathroom breaks, let alone go on a vacation for more than three days? And then every time you finally do check something off the list, five more tasks get piled on? Don't worry, I got you. I'm Camille Diaz. I teach entrepreneurs how to streamline their business so they can regain their freedom and actually enjoy their life. Inside the Optimized Entrepreneur Academy, you get a business coach, training, accountability, and a supportive community all created to help you level up in just one hour a week. No videos to pre-watch, no homework assignments to do, just show up. Go to CamilleDiaz.com academy if you want to come visit. If you are tired of working harder and pushing through, waiting for someday when you can finally relax and have some fun, it might be time to do something different today. Come check out the Academy. Go to CamilleDiaz.com slash Academy. Mm -hmm. So what I do now is I optimize telecommunications and communications technology networks for businesses. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm looking between the 5 mil and 100 mil in sales space, but the, the employee numbers of projects I've worked on are between 50 and 5,000, give or take a few. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's something that I really am passionate about in terms of the adjustments that I have to make, because it's, it's a constant situation where you have to be ready for something. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of what I do is based on data. So I can take in all of the data and I can build that structure in my customized software so that I can track everything and it makes sense and, and talks to me as I'm in different parts of it. And so it all makes sense in that regard, but then you have to go and apply that data. You build this, this concrete foundation and you have to build the house out of the actual situation that the client's in and doing so um, requires iteration. It requires listening and observing and an open mind that's flexible for sure. And, you know, you can't control everything. You try to use the data in the best possible way to, optimize and sometimes you know a supplier doesn't execute something correctly you know minor errors are, are possible everywhere and you know so my my approach to that has always been accountability if there is something that comes up you know i want to be transparent about everything i do for people one so it's there it's evident to me it can be evident to the client and that not only uh makes the situation sustainable in my mind but it allows for that transparency that i find so valuable so um, my adjustment to those types of situations is hold people accountable with things in writing. If you've come to agreements, mm -hmm. track any action items in writing, mm -hmm. make sure that my notes are stellar, make sure that the data is foolproof as much as I can make it. And then when those situations come up, you just deal with them based on the context, right? Like if you have a supplier that's overbilling a client, then you say, okay, this is the agreed to rate. And then you usually will have to work through the situation to convince or get agreement from that supplier to credit them out back, mm -hmm. things like that. It, it's always a different situation. And, and depending on who you're working with, it's different. You know, one rep could handle yeah. something a certain way. Another one could. So I have to be ready to adjust to that. I have to be listening for the right things. And the, the bottom line is I do my best and I try to grow 1% every day and use yeah. those dynamic situations as a catalyst for that growth. It's something I'm hugely passionate about and it motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I love that the growth mindset. I think that's, 
important for every entrepreneur to have because if you're not willing to adapt and change as things change in your business and around you, then you're you're not going to be set up for success. You're going to end up mm-hmm. just sort of dwindling no matter what. Um, I, I, something that you pointed out, which I think a lot of entrepreneurs hate to do because it feels like extra work, but that documenting your process and taking really good notes and like keeping on top of the various situations, like, hey, did this call? Hey, this was the result. They said that like that kind of stuff really makes a massive difference. I, you know, however many people I've talked to, right, I have a meeting with them and I go make notes about it so that later when I'm like, who is the person that they say really said they like cat photos because I want to introduce them to somebody <laughs> else who like loves cats. Right. And I can't remember their name, but I remember the story. So I go look that up and I find them and then I can make mm-hmm. that connection. And the same thing, you know, for clients of, of really documenting what you're doing for them and how it's going and, and all of that. I, I feel like that's one thing that business owners kind of don't want to do. Cause they're like, Oh, that's work. You know? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's definitely work. I see it as a dualistic situation. Um, And what I mean by that is that it actually helps me be more human and connect more with what I'm doing because I'm human. And so is everybody else, right? It's simple at the end of the day, I have a certain capacity for memory and the amount of things that I do on a daily basis cannot be tracked by the human mind, just to be totally clear. And <laughs> My so, memory capacity, no, it, mm-hmm, it could not yeah. hold all the things. Yeah. Yeah. When you're working with two or 3,000 phone lines and, you know, a bunch of internet connections and faxes and all the stuff that I do, you cannot possibly put that in your head and expect it to stay there. But what you mm-hmm. can do is you can take those notes. You can make sure that next time when you're coming on to that, you, you're following up in the right frequency and you're, you're making sure that that context is there and accurate so that, you know, I, I view it as taking care of future Ryan is the way that my father-in-law yeah. puts it to me, you know, take yes. care of your future self. And I think that's so important. Um, self-care is, is very important in every sense, but uh, it yeah. work for me. I couldn't do what I do without that diligence. And yes, it is work, but it's worth doing. And, and not only that, you know, it helps me connect better with the people. It's like you're saying with with taking notes and listening to people's stories. Like at the end of the day, I think that humanity is an extremely valuable part of our daily lives for everyone. We are all humans and we connect with other humans. And, you know, taking out all of the rest, I, I really do believe in honoring that humanity in every person that I meet. And that that's maybe something that the Navy taught me as well is that, you know, care about each other and be be brothers and sisters and good things happen. You know, I, I played sports growing up too. And it was all mm-hmm. about that teammate mindset. If you're a team player, everybody wins. And that's what I want to do. It's the way I advocate for my clients. It's the way that I handle my marriage and my life. And it's something that I'm always looking to improve. Mm-hmm. I love that point that you brought up of taking care of future Ryan. And I do that too. I have some some checks and things installed in my daily habits of like, no, you got to take care of future Camille because if you don't, she's going to be really mad at you when she gets to that. <laughs> when she shows up, she's going to be so mad you didn't do your thing because you're really making a difficult situation for her by not taking mm-hmm. care of it right now. And I think about that. It's like, oh, we've been in that situation before. I didn't really like it. Okay, let's not have that happen again. Let's take care of future mm-hmm. self. And yeah. Yeah. I and love there's, that there's a certain the amount gift. of control. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to interrupt. There's no. a certain amount of control that we have and don't have regarding that. You know, the, but the bottom line is, is I know that if I let things pile up and I say I'll do it tomorrow, then tomorrow becomes today, and then I've got more to do and things pile up. So yeah. 
you know, managing my ability to optimize that amount of time that I spend on things and making sure that I don't overdo it or underdo it is real important to me. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, ultimately you have to let go of a little bit of the control, but proactivity is something that I value as well because it gets rid of those tasks that build up. And I do a lot better when, you know, I have enough to do and I'm hitting all my deadlines. Like there's a certain zone you can get in with optimization work or any other work, in my opinion, where it just flows. And that's what I try to to generate at all times. Yeah. So much nicer when you're in that zone than when you're in the catch up, scramble, overwhelm, try to fix it. Like that's just so much harder. So much harder. Before we, before we started recording, we were chatting a little bit um, and along this line of self-care, talk about things that you do for fun, because I feel like that's a piece of the entrepreneur journey that sometimes we forget to look at. Um, of, of doing fun stuff. So what kind of stuff do you do for fun? What do, what do you enjoy? Yeah. So I, I play sports. Um, right now I'm in a multi-sport league. It changes sports every week with a bunch of buddies of mine. I go hiking with my family, my, my in-laws, my wife, and my two dogs uh, all the time, pretty much after work, whenever I can. And the weather is, is good enough. I go camping. I go fishing. I do astronomy with a telescope that I have and lives in my trailer all the time. So it's always ready to go when we're camping. Uh, and, and I feel like those experiences are a big part of my self-care. You know, you don't necessarily depend on those things, but they make a big difference. I think that for me personally, exercise and time with nature and, you know, quiet time, silent time is real important. And uh, yeah, I'm in a place in, in Kelowna, British Columbia that facilitates that well. And my family situation facilitates that well. And I'm I'm very grateful for all of it. Yeah, I love that because I, I feel the same way. You've got to have some sort of release, some sort of thing that you do that's not just work all the time so you can be happy, so you can still have fun and enjoy things and, you know, have something to look forward to that's not just I'm going to work again because a lot of times we love what we do, but it's still worthwhile to have other activities. So mm-hmm. I believe happy workers do the best work. Sure do. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. I'm, I'm going to remember that. Yes. Happy workers <laughs> do the best work. That's excellent. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much, Camille. I really appreciate the time you spent with me and very grateful to be here. And, and thanks again. Wow. You're listening all the way to the end. That is awesome. I don't like to half-ass things either. Sounds like we might get along well. Let's connect on social media. I'm at Cam Unfiltered. If you want to find out more about me first, you can visit my website, CamilleDiaz.com.